Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lessons in Product Management. I'm your host, John Fontenot, and today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Path to Product. Path to Product helps aspiring product managers gain the product management experience that they need to land their first product management role. If you're looking to get into product management, click the link in the show notes and get started at pathtoproduct.io. On today's episode, I got to speak with Larry Emgren, product manager at Koros. And Larry came on to talk about his path into product management, what he was doing before the transition, how we got in, and lessons he learned after making the transition into product management. This conversation is full of great insight, especially if you're looking to get into product or if you're just getting in, trying to get your feet grounded in the role. Tons of great advice from Larry. This is Lessons in Product Management. Let's get started. Hey, Larry. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's glad to have you. Yeah, happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday indeed. So, Larry, uh, for, for the listeners, could you give kind of a, a brief introduction of yourself, uh, what you do, and, and who you work for? Of course. Um, so, my name is Larry Imgrund. Uh, I'm a product manager at Koros, K-H-O-R-O-S. Uh, Koros essentially is a, a digital customer engagement platform where we have uh, multiple products, one for uh, social care, one for social marketing, and uh, the other is our community platform, which is primarily what I'm a product manager for. Um, so the history of Koros goes back to 2001 when uh, Lithium started. So it, we used to be called Lithium. Um, and we built customer communities uh, back in the 2000s. Um, so we had uh, communities on Sony, PlayStation, Dell, et cetera. And um, then over time, uh, we started to uh, acquire companies in the social care space and started to divert our product direction a little bit and focus a lot more on social care the past decade. Um, while community was still a booming business. So uh, more on that in a bit, but I just wanted to give a little bit of uh, context on, you know, the type of company Koros is. Um, today, uh, so I'm focused entirely on the community platform and uh, our strategy is to, uh, you know, make the best platform we can, of course, but uh, we also want to, integrate our community with our own ecosystem of products. Um, so whether it's social care or marketing, you'll be able to do that on, on your online community. Cool. It seems like a nice cohesive blend of kind of what, what you've acquired and, and brought into the business and like, how do you uh, maximize the, the effectiveness of them working together? That sounds pretty cool. Totally. Um, <clears throat> so uh, to really uh, go into, I guess, the next topic, which is kind of like uh, maybe how I got into product management, how long I've been at Koros is probably mm -hmm. the next one. Uh, <laughs> so um, I started at Koros or Lithium in 2010. So I, I've been at this company for 11 years now, uh, okay. coming on 12. Um, so my trajectory into products wasn't go and find another job elsewhere and, you know, try to break in that way. Um, it was very much so like I started doing, you know, base, uh, 
a basic job and I, you know, moved up into different uh, disciplines. So um, are you familiar with uh, online communities, online forums oh, yeah. uh, holistically? Uh, so for anybody who isn't, um, it's uh, essentially our online community platform hosts uh, forums and knowledge bases and idea exchanges. And uh, you can you have a you have a whole network of users that share content on a community, um, and that provides a lot of value for businesses because it's it's content that is persistent. It lives, um, you know, on the web. You can search for it. It's always there. And the best part about it is you can connect with other customers, uh, what, no matter what brand you're on. So, you know, if you have a community with us, typically, you know, you can reach out to other customers. Uh, in that space. Um, so what I started doing, uh, I was a, an online forum moderator. Um, and then I ended up supervising and managing the team that did that for quite a long time. Uh, I was still in my early twenties at that point. So I was going to college and focusing on that. And I had no idea what I was going to do. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, I didn't know about product management at that point. I simply was just, um, you know, trying to pay my way in college while working full-time, going to school full-time. Um, and I got lucky with an online job. So uh, it was definitely a lot easier than taking some other court, uh, other path. But um, yeah, during that time, I uh, started to learn more about business management. Like that's what I got my degree in. And then um, I moved over into a consultant role um, for helping communities uh, be successful using the product and everything. And that's what gave me a really good understanding on what our customers want to see and what problems they're experiencing, uh, more importantly. And I worked in our professional services organization, so uh, we were very um, focused on solving problems and using workarounds to do everything. And, uh, you know, we, while we had kind of a tie to product, it was never, um, there was no real, you know, uh, uh, I would say kind of like emphasis on the product team to build these improvements uh, because mm -hmm. there was kind of a, just a, a different focus on the roadmap at that time. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, Around this time, I started learning about product management. I spent a few years reading books, um, like on product management, learning about the disciplines, of course, of engineers and designers and anyone else you work with uh, in a product role, because I felt it was important to understand the team dynamics and how to best work with not just your teams, um, your development teams, but also just the business around it. So. Uh, once I learned all of that, I started putting stuff into practice. I uh, talked to the leaders uh, in our organization in terms of product management. I let them know that's this is the path I want to go on, and and uh, I pitched a few ideas. You know, some were good, some maybe not so good, but it was all important to the um, you know to the growth and, and journey. So um, anyway, I ended up in. I started in our product org in January, 2022. Um, and uh, that's generally the path I took uh, to get there. That's awesome. There's a lot to unpack there. So I'm, I'm going to start kind of from the beginning. So cool. one of the, one of the things that people say all the time about product managers is that 
good ones are often self-starters, right? So you mentioned that you were in school, you were working this job when like moderating the forum, and then you started managing a team while you were in school, which is awesome. Um, like, what do you think some of the attributes were that got you that first promotion? I, I know it's not product, but like, I think from a career standpoint, that that, that would be valuable to kind of unpack a little bit. Totally. Um, so, uh, sorry, can you see the question again? Uh, just the last part. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what would you attribute uh, from yourself? Like, what, go, being in school, being a, an online community moderator, and then getting mm-hmm. the chance to, to supervise the team. Like, what, what do you think led to that promotion? Got it. Uh, probably my uh, personality traits in general. Uh, I just, uh, I'm really driven, I guess, as a person to uh, better myself every day. Um, I know a lot of people say, you know, you want to do, you know, 1% better every day. I try to do that as well. Um, but I think it's, uh, it, it doesn't really um, mean anything if it's not necessarily a goal that you make for yourself. So uh, my goal necessarily in the beginning wasn't, I want to become a product manager. My goal in the beginning was, I want to become a manager of this team. So when I became a manager of the team, then it was kind of the next step to go into consulting, which was my next goal. And then uh, product was kind of like interesting to me. So I was like, well, let's try this now. <laughs> so um, it, it really is very, it's simple. Um, I had a goal and I wanted to achieve it and I did the work necessarily necessary to do it and, and achieve it. Um, I feel like uh, it really is true. You can do whatever you put your mind to. Yeah, I agree with that. And so like in both roles, you were, you're moderating a community forum. You were, uh, th- then you were consulting with, with clients directly. You're getting a lot of customer feedback. And, and I know you said there wasn't a, a great interface with the product management team, but how much do you think that hurt? Like if, if there's a product manager who is listening, who isn't working with professional services or their customer success team, like what would your advice be to them based on your experience kind of on the other side of that coin? So uh, just having been on both sides now, I would say um, it's important to understand the pain points of not just your customers, but um, I mean, ideally the team around you, you know, because professional services could be considered a customer if you think about it, because um, they're implementing your customer's product. And that's how it is in my organization, at least. Yeah. So um, it, it was very important for, um, for us to understand that. And I think that just wasn't a, it wasn't a focus uh, at that particular time. At least we're talking like, you know, six, seven years ago. So the organization and the priorities have shifted and leadership has changed, which has made a huge difference and a lot made a lot of positive strides at Quoros, I think. Um, but uh, I think that uh, my advice to anybody in product is to understand the the teams and the the problems that everybody is having kind of uh and especially if it's related to your realm (laughs) uh what are other teams running into in terms of roadblocks around that feature or product that you're you're uh developing um and to include those teams as stakeholders and treat them as if they are a customer and you're getting customer feedback because you know you're essentially hearing customer feedback 
indirectly from you know your teams. Uh, so it's all it's all valuable. It's all important. Um, not saying that they're right, <laughs> but it's it's points of information that you can then act on. Totally. I always say that product managers should um, should embody like a sponge mindset, right? Where like if the water comes in, we soak it up, right? And, and but even more so, we should be proactive in going out and getting it because we need inputs, like a diverse set of inputs from a lot of different places to make quality decisions. So, uh, totally agree. Um, so. As you made that transition into product, uh, so you had a lot of a lot of customer experience, hearing hearing back feedback and like getting insights. But what would what what would you say is the I don't know the biggest paradigm shift or the biggest learning that you've had to make since making that transition, um, where now you have control of what decisions you make based on that feedback. That's a great question. Uh, there's a there's a number of them. I would say the biggest one is um, understanding the different team dynamics. Like, let's say you're working with an engineer and you need to communicate a problem to the engineering team. Um, you know, how do you how do you communicate or how do you best communicate the specifications, the user stories, the benefits of the solution, and um, also having the flexibility to, um, you know, to say yes and no to certain things. And you will get really into in depth into the weeds on specific issues. So uh, while product management itself is a strategic role, um, you know, I think first and foremost, and it's important to make sure you're on track every week, um, you inevitably have to kind of wear a hard hat sometimes and dig into issues because it's uh, sometimes it, the answer is not always that simple. So right. uh, that's why it's important to, I would say, heed your advice here where um, it, it's important to, whenever you're faced with a problem and you have all this information to kind of work with, like you can't assume that you're right, that your customer's right, that maybe your engineering team is right, but it, there's all this feedback you have to take into consideration and you have to work to kind of whittle it down to the best solution. And you have to have arguments with people. Um, you <laughs> inevitably go through those growing pains. Um, so even, even in like the six months that I've been doing this role, um, I've learned a lot about uh, working with people, um, having, especially having a team focused mindset and, uh, you know, also an outcome focused mindset. So making sure that, uh, you know, there's no ego, uh, you know, across the board, especially with yourself about, um, what you think is right. You can't be married to the solution. You have to be married to the problem kind of. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that's, I would say that's the, the paradigm shift I had to make because as a, as a consultant in contrast, um, you know, I'm also thinking about solutions, but um, I'm constrained to um, what the product allows me to do. Um, but also uh, I can kind of bend the rules a little bit considering, you know, uh, and it's in a way it's similar, but uh, now there's a lot more that I a lot more that I can have an impact on. So uh, I can actually build a feature um, 
if it really is causing a problem, but I can't assume that that feature is right. So it's, I don't know, it, it's very similar to uh, consulting in that you have to always communicate and it's all about communication too. So, sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> There's so yeah. much to the role itself that um, I hope uh, I hope that best answers your question. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot to unpack in the role, and I I like what you said because it it kind of like I think at first glance it's it sounded almost contradictory, but it's not, and that and that's like the weird part of of product is like you you have to be you have to have dual focus of the problem and the outcome, right, and be stubborn on that and like flexible in the middle. But in that flexibility in the middle, there's going to be conflict that comes up. But as long as you keep the problem making sure that you understand the problem that you framed it correctly, but also the outcome that you're trying to achieve, like the, the conflict will always be productive if it's centered around those two core pillars. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So it's, yeah, it's definitely a balancing act um, when it comes to products all around. Uh, so the, probably the most surprising thing just kind of related to that question is um, how, um, how like there may be a problem that you may have perceived as like very little in the past, but that problem could end up being such a huge impact to a customer. Mm -hmm. So it's like understanding the problem versus the impact and, and uh, thinking about it holistically. It, you have to open your mind up a lot when you're in this role, um, much more so I think than in other roles that I've been in. Absolutely. It, it kind of goes back to the the never assume mentality, right? Like there's there's always this surface problem, and then there's multiple layers beneath that, and there's there's always like potential solutions, but then like what are the second order effects of those things? And so it's um, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things that product management almost like destroys the, your your personal life in a way because you always overthink things because <laughs> you have to in this role. But uh, but yeah, I, I I find myself feeling like a a person who frustrates other people because I'm like thinking of all the nuance and they're like, it should be straightforward. And I'm like, but it's not just trust me. It's not. <laughs> That's so uh, funny. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Um, I guess now that you've been in it for a little bit, like what, what is, what is the biggest takeaway? What, what is, what is the thing that you would leave, whether there's a, a new PM who's just starting out in a job, let's say on Monday or an aspiring PM trying to break in, what, what advice would you leave them with? So if you're a new PM uh, in the role, I guess it, it depends on your experience level. Like if you're going from like a product owner into a product manager, I think you have a, a much better leg up in that situation because you understand at least the, the team and aspect and creating stories and all that stuff. My role is, is quite very much so like joint product manager, product owner. So I have to yep. do both. Um, yep. But uh as I would say, going into product management, um, the best advice I could give is um, uh, start to invest your learning a lot more in, I would say, strategic thinking and um, never assume that you're done learning anything um, because that's another, uh, another piece. And th this goes for any job. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's product management. I think as humans uh, in this world, it's always best to adopt that continuous learning cycle. Uh, I, ha I still haven't read that book, but I think you recommended um, continuous discovery habits. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's on my list. Uh, and I, I feel like what I'm saying kind of resonates with that, but, um, but yeah, that's what I've learned is never, never stop learning. And, uh, you know, it, it is easy to get obsessed with the problem too. Um, and try to find solutions, but it's also very easy to burn out. That's another point is, uh, you want to be careful, um, in terms of like how much time you're spending, because if you spend too much time, you're actually stifling your creativity as well. Um, so it's very important to, um, where you can take breaks and, you know, be mindful of your, um, of your feelings, like in the day to day, because uh, it's very easy to, to feel burned out. I know, I know this especially because um, lately, so our focus now is kind of like on, uh, we're building like an overhaul to our community platform, essentially. It's a very, very big project. Um, so there's an infinite amount of things that we need to get in for MVP. So it's very easy to get lost into the details and then it's hard to kind of go back up to that like uh, bird's eye view. Um, so it's uh, it's just very important to be mindful of like your state of mind, take breaks when you need to, and uh, you know, don't stress yourself out, um, you know, even though you have one of the most stressful jobs on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, yeah, it, it kind of harkens back to what you said at the very beginning of, of how you saw that career growth so so quickly uh, joining Koros, right? Where you had that that learn it all mentality that, that Satya Nadella talks about from, um, I think it's the book uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck, where um, you don't want to be a know-it-all, you want to be a learn-it-all. And if you get 1% better every day and you're intentional about it, then you're, you're going to do great in your role, which um, seems like that's worked out well for you in your career and is, is going to serve you well as a, a product manager into the future. So, Awesome. Yep. So far. <laughs> so far. <laughs> cool, man. Well, <clears throat> Larry, I appreciate you joining. And this has been uh, a pleasure connecting and, and learning from you and uh, an honor to have you on to share with, with others. Good. Pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you like and subscribe if you're watching on the YouTube channel. If you're watching on the, or if you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you rate and review and subscribe or follow if you haven't already. And uh, thanks for joining me this week and we'll see you next week for another lesson in product management.